Welcome to this episode of Network, uh, Women in Mining's podcast. My name's Bryony Lieber, and I'm here in studio with several of our mentees and mentors, who I'm going to ask to introduce themselves in a moment. Today, we're talking about what we as mentors want our mentees to know. Let me start with Maria. Will you introduce yourself and maybe say why mentoring somebody is important to you? Hi, good morning, good day. My name is Maria Komrink. I'm part of the WIMSA committee and um, I am also uh, been involved with the mining now for just over 10 years. My mentoring consists of mostly actually amputees finding their feet again. Don't mind the pun. <laughs> and um, <laughs> the reason why I mentor it, I find it rewarding to guide somebody to miss obvious uh, potholes that I probably should have sidestepped in my career. So it's easy to learn from somebody else's mistakes and, and optics that, that you might have on a road going forward that that person might not have at that point in time. And it's um, also very rewarding for me to see once a mentee realizes their capability and their own skill set and, and, and step into becoming much more of themselves. Yeah, I think we are all going to resonate with the fact that there's a beauty to being able to impart your wisdom and your experience and see others others growing from that and not making the same mistakes. Absolutely. Lauren. Yes, so my name is Lauren Gamba. I'm a geologist in Black Belt. I've been in mining for 12 years. And I mentor students and graduates, and it gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling inside to do that. I also do it because I want to mentor them and be the mentor that I wish I had. So I've always had mentors, and they've given me a lot of insights that I would want to pass on. So, yes, I'm happy to be here, and I hope that people can take value from this session. I have no doubt they're going to. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. Pity. Good day, everyone. I'm Pitti Peko. I'm a production um, manager by profession, a mining engineer, but I'm also part of the WIMSA mentorship program on the subcommittee. Why I am passionate about uh, mentorship, I think in um, the engineering field, there's not too many females. And I think us as females who have already walked a path, it's our duty to give back to the industry, to guide and to lead other young professionals that are coming up the ranks. So I am passionate about uh, mentorship. I want to empower other women and I find it very rewarding to see other mentees um, shining, doing well, and it serves as my purpose. Fantastic. Thanks, Pity. And you've been both a mentee on the Women in Mining South Africa mentoring program, as well as now a mentor and part of the committee. Valencia, you are a mentee in the program, and I know you're also mentoring others. So let us hear from you. Yes, uh, so I am Valencia Pasraman from Weir Minerals, currently junior process engineer. Um, for me, mentorship 
is important and it kind of alludes to what Priti mentioned in terms of purpose. I feel like, you know, we don't want to just work and I don't want to just exist. I want to have a greater purpose. So I feel that being a part of this mentorship program assists with that. For me, it's a two-way street. Being a mentee, I'm kind of like a sponge, just ready to learn and, you know, challenge my thinking. And then the other part of it, um, being a mentor to some people, yeah, are younger than me, it's very rewarding in the sense that it reminds me of actually a moment sitting in high school in assembly and just being completely inspired by women that are leaders and that have mentored me in this journey. So I think kind of just giving back is also a big part of it. Yeah, I like that. I think we've, as women, we've all got a role to play in inspiring those that come behind us. And I think we've all been inspired by those who have come before us. And part of this is about paying it forward. And I love the word purpose. Absolutely. I think we all get to a point in our careers where we want to contribute to something bigger than ourselves. And I think that's part of the objective of the Women in Mining South Africa program as well, is to ensure that through Women in Mining South Africa, we are contributing to the future leaders of this industry, as well as the current leaders of this industry, by sharing some of the wisdom and experiences and pitfalls that we've gone through. So I think we're all in agreement that mentoring others can be incredibly rewarding. But I know that all of us have also had several frustrating experiences where mentoring has been less impactful and less rewarding than we would like it to be. And that's really why we're here today. We're talking about what we want our mentees to know and future mentees to know so that we can make the mentoring relationship more impactful and more meaningful than it sometimes is. So, Lauren, I'm going to start with you. What's one thing that you would like a mentee, whether it's a current mentee or a future mentee, to know that will help make mentoring more impactful for them and for you? I think the important thing is that a mentee should show up as their true self, not as what they think their mentor expects them to be. So if you show up as your true self, your mentor will find it easier to guide you and to help you with any shortfalls that you have. They, it, it's very easy to miss an important shortfall if you pretend to be something that you're not. So showing up as your genuine self will put yourself and your mentor at ease. Yeah, so bringing your vulnerability Correct. to the relationship. And Correct. and I think at the same time, mentors need to be vulnerable too. Yes. I think it's really important that we show our mentees that we're not perfect yes. and that we don't expect perfection. And And when either party in the relationship puts up a facade, it's impossible to yes. to help each other, to, to kind of contribute to the learning journey. Yes, great, because it's a two-way street. Yeah, exactly. Great. Maria? For me, I'm, I'm kind of hitching the wagon to what Lauren just said, because it's for me, it's self-awareness. Hmm. You must be able to, to acknowledge the skill sets that you have and the skill sets that you still lack. It's no use you, you show up um, in this relationship thinking that perhaps you're on the short end of everything. You must be self-aware because you, you can't always have that thing where you think it's from the outside. You have to have the ability to look inwards. And, and I think by mentoring, 
the the mentor also gets more insight for themselves, which is also one of the, th- the reasons why I like it. But um, definitely, as a mentee, you must be able to to be honest with yourself, N- not only from what you want from this relationship, but what do you bring to the table every day in life, in work, in all of your relationships. Yeah, and I think that goes for whether you're in a mentoring relationship and, as you say, in any relationship. If you can't be honest with yourself and you can't be honest with others, it's impossible for anybody to be able to help you. Yes, and, and, it, and it will stunt your growth because if, if you don't acknowledge that you need growth, you won't grow because then you're just there for, for the window dressing of it all mm. and not really there to Im- improve yourself and others. Yeah, I think the worst thing I ever heard was asking one of my mentee, one of my mentees what he felt he needed to learn. And his response was, I don't think I need to learn anything at this point. Yeah. And, and that kind of killed the mentoring relationship, really. Yeah. Yes. Because what's your role then? Exactly. And, and also, why do you seek out mentorship if, if you're already at a point where you think, God forbid you, you can't learn anything. May I never reach that point in my life. Absolutely. We're all on a learning journey. Yes. Valencia. So I just have two thoughts on that. So the first is um, very similar to what we are discussing. Also, it being a two-way street. Um, I actually watched an interview by um, Simon Sinek. I'm not sure if you guys have, have seen his videos. Um, yes. He's an inspirational speaker. And he mentioned a turning point for him in mentorship was when he sat with his mentor and he just said to him, you know what, I'm so glad that you're my mentor. And then his mentor said to him, well, I'm so glad that I get to be your mentor. I think that just speaks to this whole idea that we have in our heads that we just need to show our professional side to the mentor and the best version of ourselves and actually the vulnerable parts, the parts that we actually really need the growing and the developing, we want to hide that. So I think allowing ourselves that opportunity to kind of break that boundary and understand that your mentor actually wants to be part of that growth and that development and changing. Um, I think that's something I would want my mentor to be mindful of because that's something I've learned. And then the second thought that I had was actually having sort of like a three-dimensional time frame um, in the sense that sometimes we go through experiences and we don't want to think about it or, you know, we've learned those lessons, but we kind of forget about it. And I think going through life, it's kind of like driving, like it's so important looking forward. But every now and then we kind of have to look behind us and just see what's happening. And that's kind of like our experiences. So learning to own our experiences. And then at the same time, also looking like at our side mirrors, kind of symbolizing our presence. So being very present, I think also is important because that also, I think, can lead to burnout, you know, only focusing on the future and we're not kind of thinking about today and resting and making today count also, um, I think, yeah. So I think just being mindful of our time and our experiences can also, I think, bring value to that mentorship relationship. Yeah, I really like that concept of three-dimensional learning because it's talking about not just What do I want in the future? But where am I right now? How did I get here? And how do I keep calibrating where I am in relation to where I've been and where I want to go? It's a really nice point. Pity. I think um, a relationship between a mentor and a mentee is the same as any other relationship. It's important to understand your mentor, understand their strengths, their weaknesses, 
and know what you can leverage on and what your expectations is um, or expectations are on the relationship. What do you want to get? What do you want to gain out of the relationship? And it's not just what you want to gain um, out of the relationship, but what can you contribute to the relationship as well? Because as we said, it's a two-way street. So if you go out to seek a, a, a mentor, you need to understand what is it that you want out of um, this mentorship relationship and also try to, to sort of set that expectation with your mentor so that you guys have a mutual understanding um, between you. And also be mindful of our mentor's time because a mentor takes time out of their personal time or their work time or whatever the relationship may be to contribute into a mentee's life. Um, so if a mentee is not prepared for sessions, is not willing to contribute positively to the conversation or to the session, then it is sort of a time wastage for, for the mentor. Um, so it's important for a mentee to understand that this person is actually volunteering their time towards you as a mentee and to pull all the value out of that time that you get with your mentor and be able to tick some of those expectation boxes off when you have your session so that it becomes meaningful every time you engage. Yeah, absolutely. I think time is a crucial element here. And I know from my perspective, I will give a huge amount of time to my mentees, but I get really frustrated when mentees start a conversation with me, or rather, when I say, what do you want to get out of our conversation today? And the response is, I don't know. Shrug. Yeah. Shrug. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. And or what do you think we should talk about? I'm like, I don't know. This is your career. You need to come with some ideas. So absolutely. Come prepared. Come thoughtful. Come with questions. Come with a scenario that you're struggling with. Don't come with an empty kind of head hoping for me to fill it. I will yeah. certainly contribute a lot of thoughts and a lot of experiences for you to consider, but you as a mentee need to come to me knowing exactly what you want to get out of our time together. Yes, I, I think um, you must realize as a mentee that your mentor might have walked part of the path, but you're on your own journey. So as a mentor, I don't know how you're experiencing that journey at that point in time. So it is imperative for you to let me know where you're at so that we can take it from there. So even though we share the same road, it's yeah. not the same journey. Yeah, and that again builds on the concept of you need to have some self-awareness. You need to do some reflection. You need to spend some time before you use your mentor's time to think about where you are and what it is that you are grappling with at the moment. Definitely. So I think one of the things that I want my mentees to know, and it, it's two parts, I want them to know that they've got this, okay? And by that I mean take a risk, try something, yeah. be open to making mistakes, put your toe in the water and just, just see what you can do, okay? But also, if you don't have it, I've got you, okay? That is my role to you as your mentor is to be there to help you when you don't have it, when you don't know what you're doing, when you want to ask for advice. But my expectation is that you've been courageous and you've tried something before 
you've actually come to me and said, I don't know what to do here. Because my question to you is always going to be, well, what have you tried? Mm. Yes. And if your answer is, well, nothing, that's going to be quite a disappointing answer for me. So believe in yourself. Believe that you have the capacity to do something, to try something. And once you've tried, then come and ask for further guidance. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't help to just exist, as Valencia has said. You have to take a risk and you have to understand that failure is part of success. And once you have that down, the world is your oyster. You you don't have to be scared. And that is the role of your mentor. Your mentor will tell you this. But it's your responsibility to reach out to your mentor and be honest. And I think I'll probably come back to this a lot of the time, the honesty aspect of the mentor-mentee relationship. So absolutely, you have to you have to take the risk. If you want to go up in any organization or you want to better yourself, the risk aspect is big. Okay. Let's talk about expectations because we've said expectations quite a bit. And I think one of the things that comes up so often in mentoring relationships is the mentee's expectation that – the mentor can mentor them on everything, that they are the oracle, the unicorn, and they know <laughs> absolutely everything. Maria, you are already starting to laugh. So let's start with you. Yes, it, 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 does, it does happen that way. And to rein in that expectation is sometimes a bit um, challenging because, as I said, we're, we're on the same road, but we're not on the same journey. And um Definitely, you're seeking out a mentor because there is something in that person that resonates with you. And it's a something. It's not all of the things. Mm. So as a mentor, you must also keep in mind, mentors also still have shortcomings and, and we're also still learning. We're also on a, on a growth. What? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> we're also still growing and we're also still learning. So a lot of the times... I learn a lot from my mentees and they don't even realize how much they're teaching me. Mm. So when you look for a mentor, it's also fine to have more than one mentor to to look at this different aspects in your life. So if it's career, look at career. If it's maybe if you want to get into public speaking or get a bit more of a, a confidence when speaking to others, then uh, and your mentor might not have that, find another mentor that might look after that that side of your personal growth mm. as well. And, and always keep in mind, we're all still learning. Um, and it's fine to acknowledge that you're still learning. Absolutely. And, it's, you know, it comes back to the point of be clear on what you want from your mentor. And that means know who your mentor is and what it is about them that you believe you can learn from them and be explicit about that. Absolutely. Valencia, do you want to add to that? Um, I was just thinking, and this is maybe more on the mentor side, but I think also um, like being kind to ourselves um, because, I mean, that's part of what we are teaching our mentee in understanding our shortcomings. And I think even with ourselves, so like with what, what Maria is saying, you know, if there's a situation where maybe um, we as a mentor feel that, you know, we're the not 
perhaps the most experienced person in answering this question or dealing with this matter. So then us maybe also seeking out an external thought or opinion, because I guess there is a responsibility on our side to ensure that that person that we're mentoring has the best answer. And sometimes it's okay if it's not coming from us. And I think there, there's no you know shame in getting it from somewhere else. And at the end of the day, both parties are developing. So yeah, that's just my thought on that. Just to tie in with you, Valencia, I, I actually read something on LinkedIn the other day that, that resonated quite well. It said, true leaders don't know everything, but they know where to find the answers. Yes. So definitely. Wow, that's beautiful. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, I should write that down. <laughs> we should all write that yes, down. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's actually really yeah. good. Percy, what else would you like your mentees to know? Yeah, I, I agree with, with what Valencia says. You know, um, as as a leader, it takes a, a good leader to actually identify that what their weaknesses are and be able to refer a mentee to someone else to go and learn that skill from someone else. But I I think as a as a mentee, as I said before, it's it's also very good to understand your mentor and understand what can they offer you so that you know that okay this I can get from this person and this I can get from the next person because as Maria has said we we all on a learning journey um, I don't think anyone can say that they have arrived they've literally learned in everything that there is to learn we're all on a learning journey and it's always good to also learn from your mentee that's I think that's why we're we're in this journey as mentors as well, because there's always so much that we can also grasp from our mentee strength that we get from our mentee um um lessons that they've gone through stories that they've gone through, and that we can also learn as as mentees um so it's also important for the mentees to be open to to allow themselves to be vulnerable when when it's necessary you know so that that understanding is always there with with your mentor and um your mentor can see what they need to do in order for them to um impact your life positively yeah i want to pick up on that point around the mentee being able to mentor their mentor as well i mean my experience has certainly been that every time a mentee asks me a question it forces me to get conscious again about things that i've made subconscious or unconscious and that for me is the beauty of this learning journey is that I suddenly start to have an awareness around things that I'd forgotten I even knew and the second part is so many of the people that I mentor are way younger than me they're way more tech savvy they're way more in tune with what's going on in the world and I've had the opportunity to learn both a lot of things about myself as well as a lot of things about the way in which younger people experience the world and how they experience it in a very different way to me. So it's given me a lot of awareness, which I think is quite important. Lauren, anything else you would like to add? Yeah, I, I think it's important to ask clarifying questions as a mentee if you don't understand something or if you don't agree with something that your mentor says. If you are a yes man or you just agree with everything that your mentor says, maybe out of fear or you don't want uh, conflict, it's not going to benefit you or them. 
So like you said, for the mentor also to, to benefit, the clarifying questions need to come. Ask why. Absolutely. Disagree with me. Please disagree with yes. me because in the disagreement, we actually be- come to a better Correct. outcome. And I can also quote quotes, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> the quote that I saw the other day was, in an argument, it's not about one winning and the other losing. It's about us both growing together. People shy away from um, conflict, I think, because it's got a negative connotation to it, but it's actually it shouldn't be seen as conflict. It should be seen as an open and honest discussion yeah. where both parties are respected in their points of view and um, acknowledging each other's point of views because then that gives you the springboard for growth from both sides. Mm. I just wanted to add um, something I've been learning a lot in being a part of the WIMSA mentorship program as a mentee is the value also of unlearning. Um, I think just as important as it is, you know, um, on standing your ground on personal convictions and not being afraid to, to, you know, have an opposing view. I think it's also been so beneficial to actually also open up your mind. I think we sometimes have thoughts on certain things because of the way we grew up, past experiences. And I think part of learning is also um, perhaps, you know, challenging some of our own thoughts and unlearning some bad habits. We've been talking about burnout and previously prior to that, um, you know, learning to say no. And that challenges a lot of, you know, what a lot of us have learned because we're told, you know, to progress your career, you've got to always say yes, say yes, say yes, do it, you know, work hard. And we haven't um, prioritized learning to say no and, and resting. So for me, um, that would also be my advice to mentees, um, you know, not being afraid to unlearn certain things and challenge your own personal learning. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You know, we spend our lives packing all of our assumptions and our experiences and the feedback that we get into this box, into this container. And I really what I'm hearing you say is expand the box. One of my biggest frustrations in the mentoring journey has been the very beginning of the mentoring journey. And I'll never forget an experience that I had at one of the WIMSA in-person sessions a couple of years ago. I was approached by probably 20, 25 young women who all came to me on that evening and said, will you mentor me? And after I'd given them all my email address and said, I probably can't mentor all of you, but email me and let's have a chat. I didn't receive one single email the next day. And so I think the thing that I want mentees <laughs> to know is if you're going to ask somebody to mentor you, follow up and take responsibility for the journey. It was really the most frustrating thing I've ever experienced in And having people ask and then just not follow up at all, it felt like such a big kind of lost opportunity for them. And it it makes me wonder if we kind of map out the different stages of a mentoring journey, are there things at different stages that you want mentees to know? I think that talks to our uh, motto, isn't it? Show up and shine. One needs to show up before you can actually shine. You know, a, a lot of people see you doing things. They 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 somehow feel like they are admired, but then they don't show up. P- 
part of a mentoring uh, relationship or a mentoring journey is actually being part of the mentoring journey, um, showing up, taking responsibility for being a mentee, respectful of people's time, and being willing to learn and unlearn certain things. Um, so the first step is to actually show up. Um, if you're going to ask someone to be your mentor, put in the effort, put in the time to make it worthwhile for your mentor as well. Yeah, I'm so glad that you're saying show up because that for me is the first and most important part. Maria, anything from your side on the beginning stages of a mentoring journey? No, it's on the end. Okay, well, <laughs> let's jump to the end then. I, I think it's also important from both party sides to know when the relationship has reached that place where it's blossomed completely and when it's time to move on. When you actually know that both of you gained and gave exactly what you could actively do in that participation period. And it's I know a lot of people like to uh, attach a time frame saying, oh, six months or a year mm. or whatever the case might be. I think it's imperative to know that when that relationship has gone and run its full course, just to be able to say, thank you very much. Um, I think we've learned from each other now and it's, it's actually time to either find a new mentor or maybe become a mentor yourself if you were the mentee and just, just know when to say, Thanks. We're done. So long and thanks for all the fish. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> don't just disappear and never show up again. Mm. And also don't just keep the relationship going because you feel embarrassed to say, I've learned what I needed to learn and now my needs are different and you are no longer the person that I know I can learn those things from. Exactly. Exactly. No when to end. Yeah. Lauren, anything from your side yeah. at any stage? I'm, I'm going to jump to the beginning. So asking someone to be a mentor in itself is a scary thing, especially if you haven't had a mentor before. So you'll probably want to approach someone that is more senior than you, and that can be scary. We spoke about taking risks, and this is one of them. If you don't do it, the only person you will um, disadvantage is yourself. So you might fear that they may say no, but then at least you know. It might be for various reasons. They don't have the time or they don't have the capacity. And then you move on to someone else that could possibly fulfill the need that you have as a mentee. So don't not do it. Mm. Well, the, the answer is always going to be no if you don't ask. Correct. And also, if you ask and you get a no because of capacity, say, do you perhaps know somebody Correct. else that may be a available to assist me? Yeah, Correct. Absolutely. Valencia, I can see you want to jump in here. <laughs> the word that also comes to mind in this conversation is intentional, being intentional. And I know you've mentioned it, Brian, in a lot of the WIMSA mentorship programs. Um, so I think from the start of the relationship, being intentional about the mentorship relationship in that what it is, what is it that you want to, um, you know, get out of it? And, you know, obviously also as a mentor, um, understanding your role and your objectives as well. And then I, I really like the point that Maria
career brought about ending the relationship when necessary and at the point that it's felt. Um, I'm just thinking of a funny story. Um, one of my friends um, actually went went out on a date with this girl and he said at the end of the date, he she, she just got out of the car and she just walked away and she didn't say <laughs> bye. She didn't say, it's done. <laughs> and it was so awkward. And he said he didn't know whether he should like, you know, um, get out of the car, like say goodbye. <laughs> she just walked, she just like went where she was going. And it was the most confusing experience. And I think, you know, that's the saddest thing, being in such a special mentorship relationship, you know, learning, sharing, growing, and then like just letting it fizzle out, you know, um, it doesn't speak to the value that it brought to both parties. So I think having that conversation is actually so important. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a story that resonates so well with me. The number of mentees that we kind of get to the end of the year and I kind of think, well, we'll continue the mentoring relationship <laughs> next year and I never hear from them again. It it really does feel like a a date gone wrong. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be a it doesn't have to be a hard stop though. Sure. So you can, you know, yeah. you still are in touch with your mentor. But just in a different capacity. Yeah, great you, point. You, you don't have, yeah. you don't, it's not the end end. <laughs> so I think the other thing that I want mentees to know here is you don't have to be mentored by somebody who's at the pinnacle of their career. You don't yeah. have to be mentored by somebody who's 20 years older than you. In fact, the best mentors you're going to find early on in your career are sometimes your peers, somebody who's six months ahead of you on their journey, somebody who's just completed the transition that you're going into. And and look for people who are closer to you in your experience than holding out for the person who is at the very pinnacle of their career because that person's got a huge amount of pressure on them already. And quite honestly, they're probably not going to be all that relatable to you. Your engagement with them might be a conversation about how do I get to where you are in 20 years' time, not will you be my mentor for the next 20 years. Also, just on that point, yes, find somebody that, that you can relate to, but also do your best to step out of your comfort zone. Mm. Get somebody that you don't relate to at all mm. because yeah. you you get to see such a different point of view from what you, you, you're used to, which comes back to Valencia's unlearning. But um, it's actually just um, adding to your skill sets because – just having that capability to to see through somebody else's eyes and their experiences also adds value to your career growth or your personal journey. Yeah. Mm. Just on that, I think it's important for mentees to know that they don't have to be in formal mentoring relationships mm. just by observing other people, especially people who are different to them. There's an opportunity to be mentored by observation. And, I mean, the number of things that I've learned from you, Maria – especially about the world of disability that I was not aware of before you came to be part of my life. It's, it's been an immense learning journey. And, and that's what I mean by we're not in a formal mentoring relationship, but I listen and I watch and I learn and am a lot more aware of things because of that. And I think there's an opportunity for everybody to intentionally abstract or extract um, mentoring 
from the world around them just by having curiosity and wondering what it's like to be in other people's shoes or shoe <laughs> and and to observe how people show up every day. And and also just to be present. Yeah. Just just also be present where you're at at that point in time. All right. So I think we need to wrap this up. So one kind of parting statement from each of us. And I'm going to start with you, Pity. Um, I think uh, my last thought would be that mentees need to understand and know that mentors are also human. We're not scary at all. Like if you ask your mentor to mentor you, the odds are that they will agree. Let's take the fear out of mentorship. It's a relationship. So find a mentor that you can relate to. Find a mentor that you can see a relationship with. So there should be some commonalities between the two, mentor and mentee. And remember to to, to also have fun in the relationship. I mean, we, we don't want to be in a relationship where there's also no laughter, where it's just one formal, strict, one-way, strict kind of relationship. You know, we're all human. Um, we all want to be on a learning journey. So let's let's make it a relationship. Let's make it um, a, a two-way streak where both mentee and mentor can learn from and we bring our true selves to the relationship. Yeah, I love that you mentioned fun. We all learn way better when we're having fun. Valencia? I think what I would like to end off with is my advice to mentees would be own your journey, but understand that you're not in it, you're not in it alone. Mm. Um, owning your journey in the sense that what we spoke about, you know, come prepared, um, you know, make the efforts, prioritize um, this mentorship relationship because it's really easy to kind of let it be exciting in the beginning and then fizzle out. So just be intentional hmm. and owning that growth um, plan that you're on. And then also remembering you're not alone. It's okay to come to your mentor with an idea um, that perhaps you might think, you know, it's a bit far-fetched or maybe too basic or whatnot. You know, your mentor has a heart um, to serve and to, to be a part of your growth and that journey. So remembering you're not alone, I think that just gives you kind of a confidence in um, the risk-taking that we spoke about before. And I think essentially just being the best version of yourself. I love that. Lauren? Yeah, I think my parting thought would be to take the risk and enter into the mentee-mentor relationship and be honest. That's it. Great. You'll be okay. Maria? Well, it's quite difficult to f to follow all of these wonderful pieces of advice. Nonsense. So. We know you've got more to add. <laughs> I, I think you must, when, when you take an active part in this relationship, you might also find that um, what you thought at the beginning you might need is actually not what you're going to get from it. And it, it might not be a bad thing. And it, it's fine to reevaluate while you go along in this mentoring mentee relationship to reevaluate and see what you are learning and where you're heading and, and just adjust accordingly. And I would say, whatever you do, ju just try, just go out there and, and try your best. Sometimes it's not your best, but it's the best that you can do on that day. And that's also fine. Just be an active part. I like that. Find a mentor, 
own your journey, show up, be vulnerable, practice your self-awareness, expand your mindset, and learn so that you can relearn. Ask for help, take a risk, give back, be active in the relationship, and reevaluate as you go. I think there's some very powerful advice for mentees and mentors and mentors and funnily enough we're going to have an episode at some point where our mentees are saying what they want mentors to know so i'm looking forward to hearing that part of the conversation too ladies thank you for joining me i think this has been a great conversation thank you for having us yeah absolutely and i think it's worthwhile to continue these conversations as we grow on our journeys we absolutely will Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks, ladies. Bye, everyone. Thanks, ladies. Bye-bye. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.